This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 133 of Optimal Living Advice, the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life and get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, Certified Life Coach Greg Audino, and we are going to have a rare discussion today about time management. Love this one. It's very easy, especially these days, to just fill up our schedules completely. Uh, For some, it's based more on fun activities For others, it's based more on legitimate needs. Today's listener is more of the latter, but hopefully what we talk about will help everyone wrestling with time management. Let's dive on in. Here it is. I am struggling with time management. I am a mother of a two-year-old daughter. We live in our own house, and my family lives 300 kilometers away. I'm planning to pursue a PhD scholarship in the next three years. I have to get more publications to better my CVs, so I need to conduct research. But the problem is, I don't have time. I have to take care of my family, teach classes, both official and extra, and do part-time jobs. Sounds like you've got a full plate. And as much as I want to just help you find ways to cut the extra unnecessary stuff out of your life, like social media scrolling and TV watching, uh, I've got a hunch there's not much of that right now anyway. So assuming there's not, I I do have a few ideas of my own for you, but I also recently learned about a specific time management strategy that was actually tested predominantly on working moms like yourself. So uh, let's talk about all of that, starting with some of the time management strategies that I am most familiar with. Now, an odd thing about bettering time management is that we often resort to to to-do lists. It's odd because To-do lists aren't necessarily bad, but I do think that just having lists of tasks to accomplish is more effective when we just have like a busy week as opposed to long-term challenges like what you are facing as a working mother who's also pursuing a PhD. When it comes to long-term time management planning, there are two ways that I see to enhance the to-do lists. The first, more important way is to align our lists with our values. Now, as we start to cross-reference the items on our to-do lists with the values we actually want to base our legacies on, it's easier to cut things out that we find may not even align with who we want to be, or at least make sure that the things we believe in most are the things that are being taken care of first. You might even come to the decision that the PhD just takes you away from your daughter more than you'd like it to when she's this young, and that would be okay. Approach all of this with an open mind, including your big goals. I can't stress enough the importance of having flexibility, even when it comes to life-altering pursuits. Now, 
It doesn't seem to me like any of the items on your to-do list are based on unimportant values, but still, having your values readily available will make it easier for you to cope with days that you don't get around to less important stuff. For example, right now you might be beating yourself up on days that you don't get around to doing research to build your work portfolio. But when you remind yourself that you didn't get around to doing that because your daughter, a more important part of your life, had an emergency, it stings a little bit less. Now, this philosophy sort of blends with another thought, which is to prioritize three top items each day and tackle them first. If you can really hone in on what's most important each day, based on both value and volume, getting those out of the way first before distractions set in will ensure that at least the priorities are taken care of. And if there's ever a time to create a to-do list that's full of small tasks, this is the time. Break down each of your three big tasks, break them into small steps required to get them done, and fill up your list that way. Big tasks are always dealt with easier in small steps. Now, other strategies to deploy that will help support all of your daily actions will, of course, be, you know, delegating to other people whenever you can, designating different spaces in the house to different tasks, and keeping your house organized so as to avoid physical clutter, contributing to mental clutter. I will also say that in the face of a time management struggle, many people choose to sacrifice a few hours of sleep or exercise. Now, look, everyone's different, but I personally am very much against that. Proper sleep and exercise are really important elements of being a functional human being, and moving them to the bottom of the totem pole will negatively affect your performance in many areas of life, including your ability to be sharp at work and in your studies. Not to mention that keeping up with these things as best you can will allow you to maintain some sense of control. So... Enough of my little ideas. Uh, I promised you a specific time management strategy that I did not come up with, and I am happy to share it with you as it is pretty intriguing. Uh, So this strategy that I recently learned of is called MCII, designed by Gabriel Ottingen out of NYU, and it stands for Mental Contrasting with Implementation Intentions. And the cornerstone of MCII is that you visualize a positive event, so the result that you want to happen, like getting your PhD, in addition to the possible obstacles preventing it from happening. You then prepare remedies in advance for said obstacles. The process is broken down into another acronym, this time a fun one, uh, called WOOP, W-O-O-P, which stands for make a W, wish, about what you want to do, Consider the best O outcome, what O obstacle is in the way, and a P plan to deal with the obstacle. WHOOP is also used as a separate acronym, actually, for participants to base their mindset on when approaching goals in this way, standing for wise, optimistic, open-minded, and powerful. This concept uh, may not seem very novel, But research found that the single mothers who first tested this approach had better results than their counterparts who were not testing it, and that they even saved both time and money compared to mothers who were indulging in apps and life hacks and other miscellaneous time-saving strategies. So to me, the best way to master time management is a hybrid blend of assigning your tasks based on long-term intrinsic value 
prioritizing them and breaking them down accordingly, making sure the space in which you are accomplishing them is up to snuff, and visualizing slash planning just as much for the potential obstacles as you do for the goals themselves. To the woman who sent this question in, thank you very much. I wish the best for you and your daughter. You are juggling a lot right now, but others have managed the same feat, and I am sure you can do it too. And like I said early on, if you find that any of your well-intentioned professional goals are simply taking too much time from you and your daughter, there is no shame, no shame in dialing back. Just because you started something or said you were going to do it does not mean you can't change your mind. Now, for everyone else out there, thank you for listening, and thank you for continuing to send in questions. Keep them coming. You can email them to us at advice at oldpodcast.com, advice at oldpodcast.com. All people and all types of problems are welcome, and it is totally anonymous. We are all done for today, though, folks. Thank you so much for being here, and I will see you all in the next one for more fun and friendship. (laughs) Take care, guys.